This is a shock podcast. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that sounds like the guy in every movie trailer you see this summer. Very dramatic. <laughs> Woke up was in the winter way. <laughs> yeah, we all sound like that after watching a World Cup final, uh, especially Mr. Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? Um, yeah, the reason we're doing this podcast late was because he needed time for his voice to recover. Exactly, yeah. I'm sorry. And also, we have Mifzal Malik. Hello. Yeah, uh, he actually watched a World Cup match for the first time. <laughs> now that is a big moment in history. <laughs> Two hours of it. <laughs> and I am Faisal American. Now, Nicholas John isn't here today. Um, he's not in the starting lineup because of uh, a hissy fit that he pulled last week. Just like his idol, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Ouch. <laughs> I hear we <laughs> Sorry Nick um, The World Cup is over It ended with Lionel Messi's Argentina Beating France in the final uh, Argentina did not make it easy for themselves though And that's putting things very lightly <laughs> Uh, to give a brief recap, um, Argentina were 2-0 up only for Kylian Mbappe to score twice for Le Bleu. And uh, this brought the match to extra time. Extra time ended at 3 all with Mbappe completing his hat-trick. Argentina went on to win the shootout for two uh, guys. I'm sure I'm not the only one that says I am really, really thankful that I have a relatively healthy heart. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd be in hospital right now. Yeah, but um, for the first 80 minutes, though, I thought the match was a bit dull to mm-hmm. me. Um, Argentina dominated the match. Um, France was never in it, though, to I begin say with. Dull. I say a slow build-up. A slow build-up, yes. And the French did not even show up in the first 80 minutes until they were 2-0 down and until the 80th minute when Mbappe scored the penalty. Mm-hmm. And just a couple of minutes later, he equalizes. And from then on, I thought the match started to be great. Yeah, but I don't know. I let's let's ask Mivzal what's what's his thought on the match because he did watch it this time. Yeah, did I? Did I actually? <laughs> did this really happen? Yeah, I, uh, incredibly, I watched the match and I honestly thought after those two goals by Argentina, I thought it was over. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was safe to say. In fact, if I didn't go to that viewing party to watch it. If I watched it at home, I would have slept. Yeah, if you didn't watch it, you would have slept. Yeah, which was something, which is something that's pretty normal in my in my lifetime during this World Cup. But to 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 put things into perspective for people who didn't watch the game, which is who didn't watch this game yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, because I brought a friend of mine who does who is not interested in football, mm. who doesn't understand how a football game works, uh, who usually plays with her phone during the entire match. Even she thought this game was exciting after after the first half. Mm-hmm. Because during that first half, I was sure that Argentina would have taken it away easily. So it was deep into the second half where Mbappe turned up mm-hmm. finally, mm-hmm. where we both could not sit down quietly. Mm-hmm. We were like, it felt those two hours, in fact... Mm. They they were timeless. You you cannot feel those two hours pass. Suddenly it was two a.m. Mm-hmm. So I I think that was one of the most 
exhilarating finals I've ever watched. Yeah, I, I have to say that it's the it could be the best final ever in mm-hmm. the World Cup ever, like ever. Mm-hmm. So, um, like 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 Mirza said, uh, Argentina, even Argent, the Argentinians thought they were they won because yeah. um, Scaloni took out Di Maria, who was phenomenal in the first half, mm-hmm. and as soon as he came out, I think Mbappe had more had more space, space to work with and he scored the two goals mm-hmm. to drag the match into extra time and uh, to to put into perspective how Messi have struggled all his career to get to mm-hmm. to win the world cup he scored the third mm-hmm. goal and again everyone thought the match was over <laughs> and guess who came to the rescue again it was Karim Mbappe he carried the french team <laughs> single handedly i'm sorry did you watch the same game <laughs> <laughs> so I thought Mbappe was great. I think he was the only, the second only player to score a hat trick in the finals, right? Mm-hmm. Besides Sir Jeff Hurst mm-hmm. for England in '66. So by that time, by Mbappe scoring that equalizer again, I really thought that okay. Although the planets were all aligned, the stars are all aligned for Messi to win this World Cup. This dude right here, this 24, mm-hmm. 23, 24 year old dude, will deny Messi mm-hmm. his own teammate as PSG uh, for the title, but. Amy Martinez came to the rescue, didn't he, in the shootout? So yeah. Do you think the result would have been different if France actually had Karim Benzema in the starting lineup? Ooh, this is a tough one. Um, it could, but I don't think it. It could not be good for France. You know, it could be a, a straightforward win for Argentina as well mm. in the 90 minutes because you can't. We know that Benzema has won the Ballon d'Or. Was the best striker. Maybe last year, but to if he was inserted in the lineup over Giroud, who had a great World Cup run, mm-hmm. he is the French top scorer of all time. I do, I think it would be a disrespect to Giroud, mm-hmm. and I think Dejams. I thought I I really really f- believe that Dejams played his hands played his hands well. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether if there's uh, any more beef between Dejams and Benzema, mm-hmm. but I thought it was the right call not to disrupt the French team's mm-hmm. uh, chemistry harmony one or uh, anything like that. But we do come to think of it, right? If Benzema was playing, he could have. Maybe he could have scored mm-hmm. a goal, and maybe things would turn out differently. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I I'm kind of fifty fifty on that mm-hmm. because he basically missed the entire World Cup. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to come in suddenly in a final, yes, he 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 is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, he's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But to just suddenly come in in a final with that environment in that mm-hmm. kind of situation, definitely. Would have been different, but I can't say whether in a positive or negative way. Exactly, yeah. But mm. come to think of it, uh, in that match, in that final, I think Giroud was almost a non-factor, right? Mm-hmm. So if if Benzema, given that he's fully fit, he still have his match sharpness. Mm-hmm. I think he would take some of the load off uh, Mbappe's shoulder, and maybe Mbappe could do more. Mm-hmm. But uh, in that match, I really thought Griezmann also has had a very, very great tournament so far for France. Mm-hmm. I think he did not show up in the in the final. I th- maybe it could have been something to do with the viruses that mm-hmm. hit the French yeah. team. So yeah, but but uh, Mbappe. Yeah, okay. You know. okay, you mentioned virus, right? Do you yep. think the virus is actually football fatigue because it's the winter? I mean, most of them are playing like in the middle of their domestic seasons. Okay, okay. This is my my theory, right? For the first time ever, the World Cup is being held in the winter mm-hmm. during the season, and I thought 
we've seen multiple, multiple uh, upsets, right, in this mm-hmm. World Cup. So this maybe could be a good thing for the coming future. If mm-hmm. the World Cup stays in the middle of the season, I know it's going to be very, very the 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 league the schedule the league schedule will be very cramped. But we will be having all the players mid season in their best form instead of getting them mm-hmm. during the during the break. Mm-hmm. So I thought that is why. Saudi Arabia pulled it upset. Um, the Moroccans went to the mm-hmm. semifinals. Uh, the Japanese beat Germany mm-hmm. and Spain. You could say they cleaned up Germany yeah. and Spain <laughs> like the, they cleaned up the stadium. Exactly. Okay, so I thought maybe maybe a FIFA could look into this because, mm-hmm. like okay, I okay, said, uh, we'll, we'll we talk more about that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Okay, now, apart from that, right, uh, let's talk about the third or fourth place playoff. No, we're not bored. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, As that, that one. Said, no one watches it. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, uh, Morocco, they didn't get it. Yep. Tough luck. They, they won our hearts. They, they still won our hearts, right? Definitely. They are the other fairy tale story of the World Cup, la, Morocco. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big fairy tales, obviously, messy. It has to be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what uh, Argentina last won in 1986, so it's but 20, 30. I'm not good at uh, 36 years. So okay, mm. I finally got that. Yeah, older than Mibzal. <laughs> older than Mibzal. So after 36 years, and I thought, like I said, it's written in the stars. It's his destiny. Uh, I think the reason that Argentina were able to win this time around is is that all the players, I think most majority of the players were do, not doing it for the country itself, not doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they were doing it for Messi as well. So mm-hmm. uh, we've seen how Messi flopped in previous World Cups. Uh, I thought he did great. He was the second top goal scorer, right, with seven goals mm-hmm. and how many assists. I think he had a couple of assists as well. So he's, it's his best outing at 35 years of age. Mm-hmm. Although I mean, all, most of his goals were penalties. Yeah, I mean, okay. uh, you can't fault him if he retires, but he says, no, no, not yet, not yet. He wants to continue playing as a champion. Exactly, but I think, mm. it's, it's a, it's a, I think it's a bad call. <laughs> I think it's a bad call. You should leave on a high. Yeah. It, I mean, you, you got you to gotta end your career on a high. Yeah. And, and I think winning the World <laughs> Cup... <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Once you win the work, it, it, it should have been sealed right there. I, mm, yeah. How do you top that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is a really good question, right? Uh, Mirza, how do you top that? I'm aiming this specifically at Cristiano, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. How do you top the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> Messi is the real goat now. Okay, about that. Th- this was the reason why I really, really did not want Messi to win. I really did not want the debate between, the goat debate between uh-huh. Ronaldo and Messi to be over. I don't think it's over, but technically I think the, the perception of the fans is like, yeah, uh-huh. Ronaldo, Messi has one World Cup now. So you are 37, you can't play at 41. Mm-hmm. You can't win the World Cup at 41. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really don't like it. Yeah. Uh, for me, the debate uh, about Messi or Ronaldo is the goal, right? It mm. ended the moment he put his hissy fits in uh, <laughs> Manchester United. Listen to that, Nick. Mivza might take your place. He is in fact sitting in your chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it warm. <laughs> Are we all in agreement with the uh, World Cup award winners? Uh, Messi, of course, the Golden Ball Prize for the tournament's best player. Well deserved. Well deserved, yeah. He, it, it has been his tournament. Like I said, seven goals and a couple of assists. Uh, his best 
<laughs> goal contribution whatever uh in in the participation, World Cup. participation right? yes mm-hmm. so yeah. it's great and i think argentina as a whole team mm-hmm. played great during yeah. during the whole tournament um of course mbappe was the winner of the golden boot uh, for most goals yeah yeah i mean you can't argue with that you can't argue you with can't that, argue yeah. with the numbers i felt i felt kind of sorry for him actually while he was receiving the trophy because he looked like the saddest man <laughs> well you Like I said, he carried the team. He scored. Th- he scored a hat trick in the final just for his teammates, not putting any blame on the can, teammates. Can you can you imagine? I mean, scoring a hat trick in a World Cup final and mm-hmm. everything meant yeah. for naught. Yes, uh, I heard that he's not available for PSG's next match because of his shoulder injury from carrying the team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, all I mean, all credit goes to him. I mean, despite it meaning. Unfortunately, nothing, and and he wasn't very. He didn't seem very happy, at least, despite receiving the award. But but he he took the high ground, though. I think, yeah. I think he took the high ground. He he did not blame um, Chuameni and uh, Kingsley Coleman who yeah. missed the penalty. But again, both of the both of those those players were very very young. Against Emi Martinez, who is a veteran goalkeeper, who's mm. we know his mind games in in penalty shootouts. So, mm. yeah, I I think France is is on the right track. To be the powerhouse in the next or in the next three edition yeah. of the World Cup. Okay, uh, Argentina's Emiliano Martinez was the best goal pe- uh, <coughs> goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, <laughs> I'm keeping that one in. Okay, um, Argentina's Emiliano Martinez was the best goalkeeper. Um, he also won the prize for the cringiest way to celebrate getting a trophy. Yeah, I mean, Zal should comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> not especially not in Qatar, at least. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the disgusted look the other guy had. <laughs> uh, what was he thinking, Kila? Maybe that, it's just him. That was not in the script, obviously. <laughs> okay, Enzo Fernandez, young player award. Are we all in agreement? Um, I would have, I would have loved for Jude Bellingham to be selected. I think Jude Bellingham also had a great tournament, but um, Enzo Fernandez. He did. He did. Went through. Went all the way again with Argentina, right? And he he played well as well. I think his best match was against the Netherlands in the round of 16, if I'm not mistaken. I think he did. He kept uh, their strikers at bay. Uh, they won on shootout. So I yeah, I, I would have ch- chosen Jude Bellingham, but Enzo Fernandez is not a bad bad choice either. Yeah. And the award for fair play went to England uh, with just one booking in five matches. Uh, the way Southgate plays, there's no way they're going to get a booking. Yeah, and it, it did come home, right, England? So kudos. I yeah. mean, yay. Breaking news. <laughs> Playing fairly does not win you trophies. Well... Yeah, I don't know. Why. That's true. That's true. <laughs> And oh, just to just to just to mention, uh, the only player who got booked for England was Harry Maguire. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing to you, Maguire, if you're even listening to this. <laughs> uh, still on the World Cup, uh, we heard rumors that FIFA president Gianni Infantino wants to hold the World Cup. Get this, every three years instead of four currently. Okay, to be fair to FIFA, uh, this report did come out from the British tabloids, and as we all know, they're just as reliable as those guys who monitor VAR. <laughs> uh, but assuming that this is true, right, this has to be the absolutely dumbest bloody idea uh, since they suggested doing the World Cup every two years. Mm. I mean, we've talked about this in previous episodes, except for Mirzal, he wasn't even born yet. <laughs> I wasn't born in your previous episode? <laughs> 
Okay, look, look, all the previous criticisms about the uh, two-year World Cup would still apply. I mean, uh, um, there'll be years where it'll clash with uh, the Euros, and then there'll be years it'll clash with the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The only way I can see it realistically happening, and this is what uh, Kara mentioned uh, earlier, the only way this will work out is if the World Cup takes place during the winter permanently. Yeah, but again, the the three-year... Uh the three-year thing. It's I, dumb. It's never going to work, though. Because he, Infantino got this idea just based on the Qatar World Cup, right? Mm. He said that it was the best World Cup ever. Mm. Yeah, and then and, there's no guarantee that the next World Cup exactly. will be Qatar or USA. This was a bonehead idea to me. Um, mm. But uh, like I said, it could be the next World Cups could be uh, better, could be at least at the same level as Qatar mm. if... They are, they are yeah. done if in the winter. If he was more boneheaded, he'd qualify to join us for Potom. Exactly. <laughs> Johnny, why not? Just come here. I think, I think, I mean, this could be an unpopular opinion. I think it's a great idea. Okay, I why? Mean, I mean, okay. Ah, uh, the what, what, sense of you. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you hear me out. Okay. You, okay, you, you've got, uh, so this, this World Cup, it was, it was jam-packed mm-hmm. right in the middle mm-hmm. of, you know, the season and everything. So, you've got, players injured you've got players fatigued mm-hmm. you've got a team out there that apparently got illnesses contracted mm-hmm. just before the final mm-hmm. so it's it's basically chaos mm-hmm. if, if you're a player and you're mm-hmm. a manager it's chaos yeah but who cares because we're viewers exactly but yeah like okay, okay. Say. let's just put this into context right you're a manchester united supporter imagine half of your first team gets called up to the world cup and all of this happens while the season is still happening when they come back, you've lost half of your first team through mm-hmm. injury, right? And any any chances for the title? Okay, you never had any chances for the title. Let's <laughs> <but> start <laughs> off with. <laughs> okay, uh, any chances you had uh, for trophies for Champions League qualification? They automatically go out the window because of this boneheaded idea to hold the World Cup when the fixtures are already so jam packed every year. Okay, in the in I mean, okay, a World Cup for three years would be okay if uh, if the season was structured like American sports. Mm-hmm. They got five months off. Mm. Four or five months off, right? There's plenty of time to recuperate with a, ter- a major tournament in the middle. But no, they're playing for like 90% of the year with just a tiny little bit of... Yep. Uh, right? With just a tiny break in between seasons. Uh, all that adds up over the years. Injuries are going to accumulate. Mm. I mean, players' careers are going to get mm-hmm. shortened. So we're going to see footballers retire like the age of thirty, maybe. Uh, and the thing, maybe I, even younger, because <laughs> I think 15. the most important part was if the World Cup clashes with either the Euros, the Olympics, mm-hmm. and all the other major tournaments. I think that is going to be going to be the most, most yeah. the major concern for that. Yeah. So it won't, it won't, it won't be like it'll be entertaining in the sense mm-hmm. that. You've got like a yeah. It's, it's good for the viewers. It's mm-hmm. bad for the. It's bad. It, it will be the. Bad it'll be an entertaining World Cup, but it will not be a high performing World Cup. It's. I think it's not fair for all the players that played before. Mm-hmm. They they only have one chance to win the World Cup every four years. So, if this if this does go through, then players like Haaland, like Mbappe, they could win a World Cup every three years. So, mm-hmm. it's very very not. It'll fair. it'll it'll be less special too, right? Exactly, if you make yeah. it like you know what every two or three years. Mm-hmm. This thought just occurred to me, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the two uh, every two years thing is good, mm-hmm. but structure it in a way, you know, like the first World Cup, right? It could be like just the group stage. 
So it's like World Cup Part 1. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's a cool idea. Those, uh, the teams that pass to the knockouts, they play the knockouts mm. in World Cup Part 2. And then it repeats. So you're saying that it should be held like the Champions League tournament, right? Mm-hmm. I, hey, that, I that's, that's nice. It's, I, maybe it does look nice, but I don't think... Because you lose players along the way, right? Mm. If, if the gap is too big, something might happen. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think... I would prefer that the World Cup remains as, like a, as one carnival in itself. Yeah. Campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Over and done with. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Just like his dating life. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> with the World Cup coming to an end, the domestic club competitions have returned in in Europe. Uh, over in England, the EFL Cup fourth round is already underway. The big one is happening early Friday morning with Man City taking on Liverpool. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm assuming it's going to be one heck of a match. I hope it's going to be one heck of a match. Unless both teams take it easy because, you know, World Cup and anything. Anyone have illnesses in this uh, match? What? Anyone have illnesses, fatigue? So far, no. I think Mm -hmm. they're going to lose all the World Cup. Yeah, I think the guys that have come back from the World Cup will be given a break. Yeah. All right, we've come to the end of yet another episode of the Portball Sportscast. Where was this behavior when Steve McManaman was in? Well, yeah, okay. Everybody was like so well behaved, very schema. You know? I was like, I wanted to be myself, but it, but then Nick was like so quiet. So I thought, okay, I just reading That's the room. Right. Blame the guy who's not here. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. He can't. He, I mean, he's not here, so obviously he's not listening. Like I said, I was reading the room. Okay, Nick is not himself, so I might be quiet as well. <laughs> I'm sorry if I sound. Before we go, I just want to say that, you know, always treat yourself and others with love, kindness and respect. It doesn't cost anything. There's no effort involved. It's easy. I am Faisal American. I am Mimzal Malik. And I am Karami Kamil.